Hey, what's good, y'all? It's C. Will, and this is the Passive Income Network. On this podcast, we talk about investing in assets that produce passive income. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, and leave a comment and say, what's good? On this episode, we have a special podcast feature with Carla God of Crypto Smart. Let's bring her on the show. Yo, yo, welcome <laughs> back. Thank you. How you doing? It's good I to see well. you, Yes, yes, always a pleasure. So let, let's yeah. get to it. Uh, for the audience who don't okay. know who you are, let's start with another introduction with yourself, and then we'll dive right on in into uh, BitSafe. All right, thank you. So I'm Carla God, and I'm the founder of CryptoSmart. I'm a business developer in the blockchain space. And apart from being a business developer, I'm also a music artist. I'm a rapper. And yeah, I just, I just launched, <laughs> I just dropped uh, my EP, I think, two weeks ago. And um, yeah, for Crypto Smart, we're just we're launching our new SafeFi protocol. I know everyone has heard of DeFi, but I don't think a lot of people have heard of SafeFi. It's something actually that we invented. It's a protocol to help people save and also have finance benefits um, from. So that's it. Okay, nice. So <laughs> I did hear uh, your EP, so great work on that. Um, so, oh, thank you. Yeah, keep pushing. I get some retweets on there. Um, oh, nice. Yes, yes. So I'm watching. So bid save. So you said uh, so yeah. this is for Nigerians or where? where is yes. it? Who is this for? And then uh, can you tell us more about the product? You're talking about saving in terms of like stable coins. Can you break more of this down? Okay, thank you so much. All right. So um, I first started work on this protocol back in 2018. And the reason was because I found that, that yeah, um, we have the inflation problem in our country. It's, it's, it's basically every country, but in Africa, it's like it's worse because we have to um, um, change, get the value of our currency from the dollar or from other currencies from the pounds or so. And we know those currencies also have their own inflation. Every every fiat currency has their in, in inflation. So the, the idea was how can people save in crypto easy enough like save in, in dollar easy enough through crypto such that they don't lose their capital, but they're able to earn some interest on their savings, at least higher than what the banks would would give. And what we found that was uh, we, that research led me to DeFi in 2018. And, you know, 20, in 2018, DeFi wasn't really easy to, to come by. Um, no. People were still trying to get used to the Ethereum ecosystem, understand how to use words. I'm talking of here in Africa. Over there, probably you guys were already um, um, up with it. But yeah, you have to do a lot of research, find out which protocols are good to work with and all. And uh, one of the protocols that, that people used a lot, that, that was easy, that, that got to Nigerians, was BNB, um, the Binance chain. Then it wasn't even Binance Smart Chain, it was Beacon chain. And then we had Binance Smart Chain and we had PancakeSwap. And, you know, people would buy cake, stake it, you know, um, um, sort of like earn returns on it, would use Beefy, kind of stake it. And what I noticed was whether it was on um, Binance Smart Chain, whether it was on Ethereum, um, the my capital, if I say I staked ten thousand dollars, if mm. the market goes down or up, both my capital and the returns I'm supposed to get are affected by the volatility. Yep. So I thought, how can we create a savings protocol, not just a DeFi protocol, um, um, how I look at DeFi is investments and I look at savings. So uh, my experience in, in helping people manage their assets, whether it's crypto or, or finance, 
is letting them know that there's a difference between savings and investment. Yes. So for savings, you want to use that money for something. You want to save for something. So at that point, your your interest, your your goal is to make sure that the capital is secured. So whatever you're saving is secured. Ten thousand dollars today, still gonna be ten thousand dollars tomorrow, minus in faith in, in inflation. You don't want to save for say your house rent or for school or for whatever, and then you come tomorrow, the price of Bitcoin has gone up or has gone down, and then you're affected. You know, if it can go up, it means it can also go down. So in 2018, I thought of how how do we create a protocol that can do this? And we started by uh, uh, doing the normal physical activity, helping people, teaching them how to get cryptocurrency, how to save, how to convert, how to watch the market. And then when I started CryptoSmart in 2021, it became one of our services that we that we provide. But even while we were doing that, I, I wanted it to be such that um, people could do it automatically. Yeah. And that was where I started saying, okay, let's let's have this as a protocol. So let's create the maths for this. Let's have the mathematics and economics for this. So basically, we started our research. We started our research. By this time last year was when we started the, the research. I had done the other active part of it, the business part of it. But by, by January 2021, we started the math, the math research on it. But what I spoke to my team was that it has to be based on simple interest. Whatever formula that we're using has to be based on simple interest. And then the next thing was the rates has to be automatically calculated by the protocol. So mm -hmm. there are things, that, there, there are constants that we would add, and then there are very variables that we would put in. One of the constants is the TVL, total value, value that's locked in the protocol. Another constant is the reward token, the, the, um, the total supply of the reward token, and the, the total um, supply of the reward token in the protocol. So the, the concept, the logic is the capital should be fixed. That means people should stay, should be able to save in a stable coin and get their rewards in a volatile token. Not save in a volatile token and also get the rewards in a volatile token because yes. there's, there's no stability. So that's the whole essence of, of safe so, fire. Okay, so just let me make sure I'm uh, understanding. So it's a, you said saving yes. in a non-volatile asset, which would be like a stable yes. coin, and then yes. you may receive your rewards in a volatile asset, but that won't be um, exactly. as detrimental if it, if it goes down in price because you're saving. Exactly. That makes sense. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the way we calculate the protocol, it's it's calculated in, in um, how do I put it, in the... It's not calculated in the, in the dollar value. It's calculated in the amount of tokens. The token. Very good example. Tokens, yeah. Yes. So, so what I looked at was, what I mean it was Bitcoin. Um, um, years ago, 2009, 2010, 2011, you could mine Bitcoin with your laptop. Right? Yep. You could mine like 10,000 BTC. You could mine like 100 BTC with your laptop. Computational power wasn't so much then. But in the algorithm... As, as as the price of BTC increases, computational power becomes more expensive, yep. more expensive to maintain, to mine with. So 10,000 BTC then could be probably $1. And yeah. probably you were able to mine 10,000 BTC in maybe, let's say, two days. So when you look at it, the value that you're able to mine in two days was a dollar. Right now, the value is the same, but the amount of the token has, has, has is reduced. So the what what the algorithm did was put the value as the priority, let let the value be the constant, and then let the um, amount of the token 
with the variable. So what they did was the math for it. So if one, if 10,000 BTC is equal to $2, hypothetically, yep. 0.0001 BTC right now, or 0 0.000 whatever BTC right now would be equal to $2. So at the end of the day, the computational power is increasing, but the value is the same. So the amount of time you're putting into it is the same. The amount of value you, you're getting is the same. Excellent. So it's the same thing that we try to do for the reward mechanism for um, BitSafe protocol. And we also put together a buyback mechanism to buy back the reward token. That's when it can really now do, do have some sort of um, um value it's it's a whole lot I, i'm really i'm gonna be excited to show you guys the white paper oh yes it's gonna be dope uh so bit save y'all so um what is the name of the token oh ccsa tokens this they say it slowly sorry for me no csa tokens csa token okay cool yes we already and said then, it and then so is this also on bnb or is this on algorand no no this is on algorand okay okay Oh, you know, I got to yeah, ask you that. I have a lot of love for the algorithm ecosystem. So <laughs> we're building everything here. Okay. That makes sense. So um, let's talk yeah. more about it. Bisay, how would, okay, you say testnet. Let's talk about what's the next phases in this process. Yes. Yeah. So we already launched in the testnet. The next phase is to do community testing. But to do, so this is, this is the plan that I have for the community testing. Uh, me and my team, we thought of, yeah, we need to incentivize the community, but we also need metrics. Um, one of the reasons we do community tests is yeah, so investors can see the metrics, can see. It's easier to show that, oh, people did this and see and see the data on chain than to just give speculations. That's one thing. But then again, for people to actually use, the to actually get um, on um, the testing activity, they have to be rewarded with, with something. So we don't want to reward with tokens yet. We want to reward first with NFTs. So we can say, okay, if you have if you have the NFTs, it's proof that you did this and it's proof that you are part of the ecosystem and you can you, you get qualified for all the um airdrops. So what we want to do is reward the community with a certain um NFT. So we have all your um what's it called? We have the 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 details that's the the number of addresses that have this. So if we want to do, if we want to do airdrops later, we just look what addresses have the, the NFTs, yeah. exactly who are the holders, and then we send them whatever airdrop that we want to do. But there, 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 there gonna be lots of airdrops with the with the SafeFi protocol because BitSafe is not gonna be the only aspect. There are a lot of other aspects of BitSafe, but if I start talking about them now, <laughs> it might get it might get boring. So it's easier <laughs> to just show than to just. Um, talk then the, the for us to have that we want to partner with an nft platform and the algorand ecosystem that's what we want to do so instead of having to do everything ourselves let's partner with an nft platform algorand ecosystem that can help us take up the nft side of things so well, we, we can do the i have a i might have a suggestion <laughs> for you okay so okay. so we we could do the the test act activity together and then do it in such a way that oh when you're done you get a claim you know and an nft from whatever whatever um platform that that would be really really cool that makes sense okay definitely yeah. all right let, let's talk a little bit more and can you update the audience on your uh borderless events because the last one y'all had oh, yeah. I was watching it uh it looks like a lot oh, of people, yeah, yeah yeah i was watching <laughs> yeah a lot of people showed yeah. up and it um yeah. The panels were very nice, and it seems like people were engaged. Can you talk more about these events and what are y'all building with Borderless? Okay, it's really great. So we started Borderless in June 2021. 
no, sorry, 2022. Now, the idea for Borderless was 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 this. Um, in 2021, when we started Crypto Smart, we were, we were just doing services. Then by December, November, December, we started, we're going to build blockchain products, actually, not just services, but not actual blockchain products. And um, getting developers to work in the algorithm ecosystem was quite challenging. Yeah. I had to keep following them up, training them. Okay, take this, read the documentation, get on, get on. Um, do I did some introductions to, I looked for some of the, um, some of the developers that I know who were working in Algorand. Thank God the Slack channel for ambassadors was still open. So I could meet some of the developers and chat with them and tell them, oh, th this is somebody that I would, I would need you to help us train this person, put them, they want to get built on Algorand, but they don't know how. The documentation, the different forums, the um, Discord channels, how to get them in. So series of trainings. A lot of them came from the Ethereum background. You know, they were good with Solidity, but they weren't good with writing smart contracts with Python. Or mm -hmm. the, the logic structure alone was quite difficult. So I had to do all of that, and we did that for like three months, three to four months. Before we could actually get down to actually building um, um, some of the solutions that we have on Algorand. So I thought to myself, how many more people are going to have this challenge when they want to build on Algorand? A lot of and people. So I said, fine, let's start teaching young developers how to get into the Algorand ecosystem. Um, people who, so we started in June, we started our, our borderless virtually. I said that time there was we, we didn't have this hub. I'm right now at the borderless hub. We didn't have this at that time. We, well, all we had was so I spoke to our CTO Primidak, and I said, so what do we have? We have a domain name, right? We can create a domain name for borderless. Good. And then well, we have internet. At least we had some resources. Then we had internet. We can have virtual classes, and that was how we started. We put it, put up a design. We told people to, to register. And we sent them meals. We started virtual classes. We started training people virtually, and they were catching on. It it was it was not the conventional kind of training. Mm -hmm. That we have a different way of, of 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 training people, and they were catching on. You know, we had to first teach them the basics. You don't use Windows. You have to use Linux. How to teach them how to use the Linux operating system. How to start building some certain things. Um, basically, the Web two um, knowledge first before we got into the Web three. Um, um, space. And then by, I think by um, September, I got a mail from Algorand because I, had, I was keeping, keeping them up to date. I got a mail from Algorand. They were going to give us a grant to have borderless. And because I told them already what we would do, mm -hmm. how we would start with borderless, what, what, what are the things that we would need. And they provided the grant and that grant helped us put together the, the, the event. It helped us have this pop. It helped us um, um, get some of the resources we had. We got laptops. We got smart TV. We got hey, the things of the projectors we had here. And, you know, it, it helped us really set up a conducive environment for learning. And I'm pretty sure if you go through our Twitter, my Twitter, and also Crypto Smart Twitter, you'll see from time to time the um, trainings that we've been having. And then um, our federal government decided to have um, something called um, a blockchain scholarship program. And we, we, we signed up to become mentors for reverse states. And that gave us a lot of opportunity because we could teach people. I'm pretty sure if you go through, we had different um, stuff in January. If you go through those um, 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 tweets, you would see people gathered here, you know, to learn. And it helped us share the, um, the, the tech the idea of the tech mm -hmm. or how people can build, you know, on, on our ground to, you know, a larger set of people. We're planning for our next cipher program in March and 
it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing <laughs> nice yeah congrats uh, like we're saying i'm watching i'm paying attention y'all are growing. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely okay. thank you um you got any more updates you would like to share about these projects here before we slowly start to close out okay yeah um one of the first products from from borderless is is, is out the design it's called agocal now basically what agocal is you, you know how we have, we have yeah agro calendar i'm pretty sure you saw it you know how we have um, a lot of twitter spaces coming up and it's like there's no, there's no one place to go to no. to find out to know which twitter space is coming which devnet activity is coming testnet activity is coming and that was how we decided let's have agocal and it was actually built by the borderless students so they've done the design already one of the students is on the front end one of the teachers is um, basically um, kind of like um, supervising and all. Yep. But when our car comes out, it's, it's, it's just know that it's being built by you know, the borderless um, students. So when it's out, we'll be able to have one place where everybody can go to find out what events are coming up. You know, instead of always having to do a thread of the yes. events, the Twitter events I, that we have coming up. Exactly. So that, that's the main reason we've, what we're building um, Agocal and I really hope that it gets launched this February before we start. Then another product we're building is Smart Change. Smart Change would help uh, Nigerians buy algos with just basically bank transfers, P2P. So um, our, our central banks are trying to do a cashless kind of policy for, for everyone in Nigeria. So we thought it would be easier to help people make transfers and buy stable coins on Algorand, mm. um, buy, you know, Algos, buy CSA tokens. You know, it would be basically be easier for people to do that. And that's another product that is going to be launched, Smart Change. So in all, this, these are the products that we're getting ready. Yeah, y'all building. So so we got, yeah, we, <laughs> we got Smart Change. Smart Change and, and BitSafe. Safe. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah. Speaking of, you brought up the government. Um, can you tell us yeah. more about like kind of what's happening? I hear rumors that the government is putting limits on ATM withdrawals. Is this is this true? Yeah, it's oh, true. Wow. It's, <laughs> it's we've never had this in our country. I don't know. Maybe in my lifetime, this is not the first time we're changing the notes. But uh -huh. for reason, this is the first time. It's 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 so just. It kind of shows you why decentralization is important. Yes. Because you go to the bank and they tell you, oh, we can only pay you $4,000. You can't withdraw $100,000. You can only withdraw $4,000. Or you can only withdraw at ATMs, you can only withdraw $20,000. It's, it's the, the limit is, is not good. And no. then the, 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 the payment infrastructures are not working very well. Sometimes you can't open your bank app. Sometimes you can't really do transfers. It's just like you, you can't trust this. You don't know when the bank app will open. You don't know whether it will work, whether it will not work. It's so it's just very un, un, unsavory. And then at, at the banks, the, the queue to line up to get cash is it's terrible. Now our central bank is saying, oh, you can't use the old notes anymore. But the new notes are not in circulation. For, 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 exactly. For us to get um, the new notes, you have to queue up and they can only give you 20,000 error, which is like, I think 20,000 like like, Yeah, it's just like $30 or, or so. Yeah, $30, Yeah, and that's how much you can, you can withdraw. It's not great. Now, if you want to have the cash, you have to go to um, the point of sales section. And they are selling, they're basically selling the Naira notes. 
So to withdraw 10,000 Naira, you're going to have to pay a fee of 1,500 Naira, which is a 15%. A 15%, yeah. Oh. It's, we never thought this would happen. No. So right now, right now is the time to really get crypto smart. Like, yeah, we're looking to get funding because we, we really need funding to get good, good marketing activity. But the opportunity right now is so much in, in Nigeria. People want to get out of the system of not having your cash, not having access to your cash. They want to get out of there and get into the system where I can have control. Yeah. Over my money, and the opportunity is so is so much, and it's one of the reasons why I'm 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 happy about BitSave and I'm happy about about smart change because basically people will be able to get value, you know, get control, be able to transfer their money from you know normal fiat, normal money in the banks to crypto. So the opportunity is large. It's it's yeah. so much. So what I'm really praying for is that we get the funding as quick as possible. Uh, we're looking for seed funding for for BitSafe, you know, and for the rest of the, the rest of our products. And once we have that, we'll be able to really bring this. This is as far as I'm concerned, this is a really big opportunity for adoption, for blockchain adoption, yes. crypto adoption in Nigeria, and a good opportunity to bring our one into the Nigerian ecosystem. Because by the time you have BitSafe, you have to interact with Para wallets. You have to interact with it with, with you know with your my other wallets if you're using desktop or pair wallet on desktop you basically have to interact with it with you know wallet would have the education aspect fixed well it's it's a it's it's, it's a huge opportunity honestly Siri. yeah it is okay um so the rumors are true <laughs> that that they are true. <laughs> and we really if this would happen like our own bank saying you can't withdraw your money it's they oh, actually you really true it's yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Well, see, like we say, it's a good thing that you are have already been building a solution. Yes. Right? Yes. My so next question or thought is like, how does the government feel about these type of solutions coming up? Like, how how would that affect them, or what can they stop okay. it from happening? Okay. Yeah, they, they really can't stop it from happening. Reason is because the SEC wants crypto adoption. They want to regulate it. The CBN doesn't know what to do with, with, with crypto. So they are outright ban. But SEC is saying, let's regulate crypto. They already, they, they already brought in the different um, 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 guidelines on how we can regulate crypto. They brought in a sandbox um, system to adopt new new companies, although bureaucracy is still there because it's owned by the government. Bureaucracy is there. And another thing is NITDA, which is the, the organization I told you about with, with the federal government, uh, Excuse me. Are looking at training developers, blockchain developers. I mean, you can just Google NITDA, NITDA, and add blockchain scholarship to it, and you will see that they actually run a program with another um, company, Dominion Blockchain, in okay. Nigeria, to train Nigerians on how to become developers. So our government is very well interested in the technology. The only issue that we have is that they are not communicating with each other. That's uh, the only issue. If they were communicating exactly, so SEC is saying one thing, CBN is saying another thing. At the end of the day, crypto people are still doing our work. I mean, 2021 was when we had this ban, but from 2021 till now, we've seen an upsurge in crypto transactions from Nigeria. So yeah. it's still going on very well. We're waiting for them to make a decision. <laughs> when they make a decision, my yeah. <laughs> hair would follow. But crypto is something that is really thriving in the okay. country. Okay, well, what about the e-Nara? 
What's going on yeah, with that? The, the, the in era needs adoption, but the thing is, it's not enough to just bring the in era. People need to be able to use it. It needs to be accessible to everyone. Um, I, I think I think basically what our government needs to do is employ the capable hands, the people who actually understand um, crypto, because the same bureaucracy that happens in the government system is happening in the financial system. Uh, with the ER. That's exactly what's happening. So, so we need to get uh, crypto smart and even more visibility in a, in a bigger. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. All right, well, thank you, Carla. Can you tell the folks where to find you and how to uh, get involved with the testnet and BitSafe? Okay, yeah. So please, we haven't announced the testnet yet because we still want to collaborate with an NFT platform. But okay, we'll, our, we'll, our, our we'll, Twitter is our Twitter is at CryptoSmart now. And then my personal Twitter is underscore Carla God. Carla is K-A-R-L-A-G-O-D. I mean, you can you can see it. So underscore Carla God. That's it. So you can send us a DM if you want to collaborate. Send us a DM. Follow us. Once we, we make the announcement, you definitely know for the test activity. Excellent. Thank you. I appreciate you, Carla. I'm going to slide you, you out. Please stay around so we can talk some more. Okay. And, but thank okay. you. Yes. Thank you. Hey, y'all. So you heard it. That was uh, Carla God of Crypto Smart, a very great uh, interview. They're building and they're building and it's much needed. Bit safe, borderless um, happening. So make sure y'all tap in. Look out for the test net. I'll put the link in the description in the video. So follow Carla God and follow Crypto Smart to stay up to date on Twitter. I appreciate y'all for tapping in. Again, C. Will with the Passive Income Network. I am gone.